Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you on this Monday, and it's just, we're getting there, okay? It's been, it's been a while here. You know, these training camps around the NFL are totally different. It's acclimations, really. It's making up for lost time from the spring. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the podcast. Former Eagle Mike Quick, part of the broadcast team. He'll be here to talk about the new norm in the NFL, and maybe he has an answer on where he and Merrill will be broadcasting the games. Will they be on site? Will they be in a remote area? We'll find out in just a bit. And we're going to hear from Brandon Graham, but a different kind of interview. A little bit of personality from Brandon Graham. We know what he's got going on here, 11 years with the Eagles, and one of the greats. But I just wanted to go in a different direction with him because... You know, we're trying to entertain. Same with our first guest here. Now, the Eagles will be in pads on Monday, August 17th. And later in this week, they're going to go through a little bit more of a workout kind of scenario. No contact, no pads, but a bit more tempo. And so we're going to find out about Big Play Slay. Darius Slay, acquired by the Eagles in a trade from Detroit. He's going to follow offense's best wide receivers. We heard that from Jim Schwartz already. We know that. But what about making the jump into a new team, a new locker room, a new building, a new city? That's the big question here. The Eagles defense has a lot of different faces. Slay and Mikel Roby Coleman, Will Parks, Javon Hargrave. The Eagles losing one of those players that they signed in the offseason, linebacker Jatavis Brown on the reserve retired list. That move announced on Sunday. As the Eagles welcome back Nathan Gary from the COVID list, they lose to Tavis Brown. But he's gone and we wish him the best of luck. We didn't even get to know him. We're focused on what is here. And what is here is number 24, Darius. Big play slay in this exclusive one-on-one. We are so excited to welcome in our guest here, cornerback Darius Slay. Hello, Eagles fans. I'm insider Dave Spadaro. Darius, I know you've answered this week the football questions. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your experience walking into the building and kind of just becoming a Philadelphia Eagle the moment that it actually hit. Can you take me through that experience? Uh, it's a great experience, man, walking in the building. You know, it's a great feeling, man. I, I'm, great. I'm blessed to be a part of this organization, man. I'm here, and I'm looking forward to uh, having fun. Does it feel different than Detroit? It's a lot of difference. It's, uh, the, I like the feeling that they have. You know, they let you be yourself and um, let you just be who you are. Is the feeling for we for the is it excitement? Is it expectation? Is it aggressiveness? Is it camaraderie? Like how would you describe it further? It's uh it's a lot of excitement now. I, I um and no I don't put expectations on myself because uh, the fact that you know whatever the Lord blessed me with that's what I'm gonna have. You know He already written this up before I even knew. So uh, that's what kind of guy I am. But I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for a new start, new journey, a uh, new team, new color. Green is my favorite color, so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Darius, I know that you knew a lot of the players prior to getting here, but how do you get comfortable and assert yourself in a locker room? Do you walk in and go, hey, I'm big play slay, or are you kind of a, because you have a lot of personality, so how do you do it? Uh, man, I just, uh, most people know me, you know, I'm kind of real respected around the league, which is, is a great thing, and um, yeah, man, I just come in there and just be myself, you know, I'm a, goof, a goofy guy, you know, humble guy, blessed, fortunate, 
And, um, yeah, I'm a big player for sure. You know, isn't I'm not, not too many people call me Darius, man, but my grandma. So uh, <laughs> it's always big play or slay. Okay. All right, we'll do that. Uh, so big play. You, you Tell me about the locker room. Who is the biggest jokester that you know so far in the Eagles locker room? Right now, Sewell, right now. Sewell okay. is my Russell father. Douglas, okay. He's so funny right now. He's trying to compete with me with the with the jokes, but uh, I'm winning right now. All right, who's got the sloppiest locker? Uh, if you're too sloppy, I ain't going to too close to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's the quietest guy that you've met on the team? Well, that's one thing I say is not too many quiet guys because of the fact that uh, it just feels like you got like the energy. You know, people are not afraid to be themselves. So I guess people that just like to talk, they talk. So it's not really a good quiet guy here yet. Big play. When you walked past the Lombardi Trophy, did you at all like Man, have a moment? With I that? had a moment. You know, I just looked at him like I need one, and uh, you know, uh, I, I love to feel that confetti fall on me. How is the football side coming along and just in terms of getting the X's and O's down and getting used to Jim Schwartz again? No, it's good. It's going good, man. We're just learning, man, day by day, man. I'm trying to get 1% better each day, and um, it's working, you know. The guys are wheeling me in, teaching me everything I need to know. Uh, so uh, these guys with me, man, and I'm with them, and I'm going to make sure I get them all. Who does the best Jim Schwartz impersonation in the locker room? Or does nobody impersonate him? Nobody ain't do it yet, but I know for a fact I could do it pretty good. Is it and, and is it the way he walks? Is the, it the way he talks? It's it's the walk. If you don't got the walk down, you, it's, it's, it's nothing else. You, if anybody can walk like Swords, they're going to know they're talking about Swords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you looking forward to getting pads on and, and getting out to really play in some football? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, it's been a long time, man. So uh, we all looking forward to it. But we go we go ease in as we can, you know, for our bodies, you know, because our body is what gets us going. So, uh we're looking forward to it, man. We're ready to compete. Do you think kind of maybe in the big picture, you've been in the league for a little while here, that, that I know nobody wanted this, but the fact that you didn't have to go through spring and go through all those reps, that you go into the season feeling fresher? Yeah, a, lo a little bit. You know, uh, it's, you feel a lot better, you know. Uh, definitely if you took care of your body. You know, maybe being in the league eight years, um, I kind of understand how my body feels, what, what I need to get prepared for what I need to do. Uh, so it feels good, man, you know. Ain't too many OTAs you, I miss, so uh, it's been a good feeling. Now, I know, like, you know, in the NBA, they're in the bubble, so when they're all done, I imagine they're having a good time with each other. What are you doing to have a good time with your teammates when you're not playing football? Uh, we just chop it up, talk to each other, man. Uh, you know, family talk. You know, a lot of us got family, a lot of us got kids. Um, you know, just meeting each other, basically like a meet and greet. And, uh, you know, I find a lot of interesting things about my teammates, man. So uh, I have a great time learning these dudes, man. I'm having a great Awesome time. I, I, like I said, I appreciate them guys accepting me in and taking me in and uh, accepting that role for me to do, and I'm looking forward to keep meeting them. I want to ask you about the, who wins the NBA championship in just a moment, but before that, you, you established an academic center, and I wonder if you can kind of take me through that story, why you did that, what you learned about running a business here, and you know how it kind of changed your life. My, uh, my center back, at the, back in Georgia? Yes. Uh, you know, man, um, just to help kids, I'm a big, I'm a big role model in my city, and uh, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help kids stay out the streets and uh, and be somebody, you know, because uh, I was one of them kids that been down that road and uh, was told that I wasn't gonna be nothing. Um, you know, had a kid at 15, told me I ain't had nothing to do. Uh, so uh, I let him, I just gave him a, a way out. You know, I let him know that uh, it's a possible way out of there. Uh, so I put the student center right in my my neighborhood, which is was a rough neighborhood. And uh, for kids, don't have to go that far. You know, got tutoring, books, uh, anything they need to uh, help them be successful. And, um, and that's something I just wanted to do for my city, and, and it came from the heart. And because, um, uh, like I said, man, I want kids to, uh, you know, see different. What kind of impact are you seeing, Darius, with that? 
real big impact. I had sent off, uh, I sent off at least 100 kids to school for college, you know. Uh, then I got a soccer program, some get scholarships for soccer. And then, uh, you know, I got a football scholarship stuff too. So uh, it's been good, man. It's been, it's been going very positive, man. And we gonna keep, um, keep moving forward. Is that the legacy of Darius Slay after all the football is, is over? that you're making a difference in your community? Yeah, that's a must. Um, like I said, I'm, you won't be nobody without giving off knowledge. And I'm, I'm making sure I give every tool I got to help another kid to help another kid because it can keep going down generations. All right, now finally, who wins the NBA championship? I'm a big Lakers fan, but, you know, just because, you know, rest in peace to Kobe. Kobe was my favorite guy when he retired. Paul George became my guy. I'm going for the Clippers. Okay, so the Clippers over the Lakers, the Battle of L.A. Mm-hmm. Big play Slay, thank you so much for joining. Have a great training camp. Can't wait to see you in Eagles Green on the field. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. And now for the longest tenured Eagle on the defensive side of the football. Kind of remarkable, right? First round draft pick in 2010. Brandon Graham's career got off to a bit of a rocky start. Injured that first year. He's really come on strong. To the point now where only four Eagles defensive players since 1970 have played more than his 143 games in an Eagles uniform. Brandon Graham, always entertaining, a leader on and off the field, and one of the most popular Eagles in the last generation of players. Again, one-on-one -on -one time with number 55. We know Brandon Graham in his 11th year with the Philadelphia Eagles. In this segment, we're going to talk about some things that maybe you don't know about Brandon Graham. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm insider Dave Spadaro. BG, looking good with that mask on. Uh, how is this new normal training camp? You know what, man? It's cool. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I just think that uh, I think that the organization did a great job, top-notch job on uh, just preparing for this and getting ready for us to come in this building because, you know, this is, I feel safe in here. You know, I feel good. I feel like, you know, they're really taking things serious and, you know, they want to protect themselves just as much as they want to protect us. So, uh, man, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. What are the keys to getting in shape for a football season now that we're doing it differently now? I mean, are there things you can do now that you're doing now that maybe you'll do for the rest of your career? Uh, just pushing through things, uh, like pushing through that, that um, you know, just when you're getting tired, you know, you got to build your mindset up. You got to keep on f pushing through uh, because once you put the pads on, that's a different time, you know, to get in shape too. You know, you think you've been in shape because you're killing the, r r the runs and stuff, but now you're playing football, you're getting people to lean on you, and, you know, uh, it's just a different feeling than what you've been doing. So I, um, I'm excited, man, because I think uh, your strength coach is and your coaches definitely uh, know what it takes. And, you know, we, we're blessed to be able to have a great strength coach and uh, coaches, you know, to be able to make sure that we are ready for first game. Final football question before we have some fun. Do you have any sense at all what this defense can accomplish in 2020? Man, we could be as great as we want to be right now. I'm telling you, so far so good. The attention to detail, uh, the people in the back end working well together. I love they room because it seemed like Darius Slay and all those guys just already got familiar with, uh, like Rodney McLeod and those guys. It seemed like they've been together for a long time already. And, man, I'm just excited for them in the back end, excited for the linebackers with Nathan Gary. You got T.J. Edwards. You got all kind of guys, man, that uh, – that, that I feel just want to prove themselves. And so if we collectively choose to go out there every day and get better and not 
point the finger or nobody. Just know that we all are trying to achieve one goal. You got to just hold our, hold yourself accountable, and we'll hold you accountable too if we see things. But uh, I just believe, man, we got a bunch of hungry, hungry dogs for real. All right, let's have some fun, BG. One of the traditions of training camp is always the rookies have to sing. Uh, it has that happened? Can you tell us who's got a great voice? Who needs some work on their voice? What kind of stuff are you doing with these young guys? Uh, right now, the young guys just making sure the room is stocked up with uh, with, with goodies. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, when we get to training camp on the 17th, when we put the pads on, uh, of course, people are gonna be carrying pads and doing stuff like that. But Doug hasn't started the. The talent show just yet so I don't know who's our good singers uh Jordan Mulata was the best one uh so far because you know he it seemed like he'd be in his room singing for real all the time because uh he he hit us with some uh some vocals man and I was like what you doing playing football you should be out there singing <laughs> <laughs> BG uh 2010 first round draft pick um who you started that year at times um who started who didn't name the other guys who were starters on that team do you remember uh, it was uh Trent Cole Jaquay Parker, uh, then you got Broderick Bunkley, uh, Mike Patterson. Uh, we, you know, those was the starters in the beginning. Yeah. And then I ended up, you know, starting over Jaquay uh, by the first game. You know, uh, everything was cool. Um, you know, and then, you know, injuries started to come in. You little nicks in here. So I ended up losing my spot after the third game because I had a high ankle sprain and then came back. Uh, against San Fran, strip sack. Uh, we won. We was out there, 2010. Uh, Quentin Michael uh, scooped it up, touchdown at the end. Uh, and then I tore my knee. And yep. then man, it's been uphill ever since. You know, but it was a tough. That was the toughest thing I, I feel like I had to deal with in my, in my career because I haven't dealt with uh, injuries where I had to go under the needle with a knife uh, to get get surgery for anything at that point. But uh, I fought through it, man. Won a Super Bowl, trying to win another one. Do you remember, BG, your first quarterback sack? Yep, it was against the Lions. Yeah. It was against the Lions. Uh, I ended up folding back in. And uh, who was the quarterback? It wasn't. It was it, Sean Hill. Sean Hill. Yeah. That's who it was. Okay. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, I can remember that, man. And I ended up getting hurt that game, too. I didn't play. I didn't finish the rest of that game because uh, I had a back spasm. But, you know. Uh, like I said, man, it was it was cool because I was in Detroit first game in Detroit uh, and I, my first sack. So, man, it was it was special. At the top of the Brandon Graham bucket list is getting behind the wheel and driving a NASCAR automobile. Um, why is that number one? And then number two, are auto racers athletes? Uh. I don't know if they're athletes or not, but I know they're pretty good at driving, and you know they got a good, a a, a good uh, feel for you know hitting those corners at, at max speed. So, I'm just you know I would love to you know just be in one. I don't have to actually drive it, but just to feel what the, that power of how they feel when they when they're racing. Are professional bowlers athletes? Uh yeah yeah okay. I do I believe uh you know it takes skill man uh go out there and try to bowl if you want to and keep that thing straight and and hitting strikes all the time I mean it's a technique to it all uh and I think that they uh they master their technique you know and that's just what they do every day so I'll knock nobody that got to uh, hustle every day and you know got to grind every day just to get perfect at something so I will say that they're athletes all right then is throwing darts an athletic event. It is, man. You got to be special to be able to hit that bullseye, man. Like some dudes, they really good. Like you got a Steph Curry who hitting shots everywhere, 
golf shots, basketball shots, uh, shots just in the garbage can. Like these guys <laughs> is special, man. It's like it's like they muscle memory is just uh, is really good. Some I feel like if I if I practice darts a lot too, if I was out at bars and and that was my thing. I'd be sweet at it, too, because I'm going to take it serious. <laughs> BG, you've played 143 games with this defense. Only four Eagles have played more than that since 1970 defensively. I wonder what that's, what significance that number is to you. Man, that feels so good, man. But you know what? I got to get up on that wall. I got to get that Pro Bowl. I want to be on the first team All-Pro. I got to get some more awards, man, that I'm chasing before um, before I'm – they pushed me out because <laughs> right. I, I, I'm going to go out with a fight. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I'm definitely excited for this year. I'm excited to lead these boys, man, and let these boys, um, you know, just see what it's like to, you know, just to push to be great because that's what I'm trying to – that's what I'm striving for, to be great. BG, final question. When you wake up in the morning, what motivates you? My kids, my family, you know, my wife. Uh, you know, just them seeing me out there on that field when it's time, knowing how much work I put put in, even if I was just when I'm done, you know, when I work for somebody else, you know, uh, doing something else. It's just that daily grind, and then you see the fruits of it, you know, because of, you know, how hard it was during this time, but here's the, the fruit of it at the end. You know, it's, it's, it's a light at, at every tunnel, at the end of every tunnel. You just got to believe it's there. And, man, my family is definitely my motivation. Brandon Graham, thanks so much. Can't wait to see you on the field soon. And let's get ready for September 13th at Washington, NFC East. Let's go, let's baby. Go, baby. Brandon Graham, thanks so much for joining. Okay, so the Eagles have been going through their workouts, their walkthroughs, their jogthroughs. And when you watch the video and you hear the grunts, it's a little bit faster than you'd think. But there's certainly kind of a, an air of mystery to all of this working out, this, this practice. I haven't seen anything. I'm in tier three. I'm in the building, though, but that's about it. Well, how about for the rest of the media? Not a single bit of contact. And that includes former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, current radio analyst, the great Mike Quick, and I wondered if this kind of training camp and this kind of preparation for a season would strike a chord with Quick, who was notorious in his time in Philadelphia for not exactly loving training camp. In fact, he kind of skipped more than he attended. That's something we laugh about here, Mike Quick talking about that and what's in store for Merrill and Mike in 2020. Mike Quick, how do you get better as a football player when there's such limited on-field time? The, the one thing that you can do, and I tell you what, I actually kind of enjoyed walkthroughs. I got something out of walkthroughs. But you got to be completely locked in. And you got to, when you're going through walkthroughs, you can think of things that could possibly happen. And you can really prepare yourself. But there's nothing like on-field play. And you know, lining up on a guy and having the reaction of a guy, there's nothing replaces that but at least the knowledge of what you should do so that when you are um, going live, you don't have to hesitate, you don't have to flinch because you've already gone over it enough. Um, it's not full speed. You can at least know what you're doing so that you don't hesitate. And that fraction that may make the difference, you're there. In your playing days, Mike, 
I mean, look, after the first or second year, you know how to get ready for a season. You know how to take care of your body. Would this have been a beneficial way for you to go through training camp? Which, by the way, you didn't really love training camp anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is how I handle training camp. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, this would have worked perfectly for me. <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't feel the necessity to, like just pound my body down to where uh, I, I had to, the first few weeks of the season, they had to recover once I got into a routine that wasn't uh, taxing my, bo- my body so much. So, yeah, this would have worked for me. Do you think moving forward the NFL will maybe adopt some of these principles and continue to kind of do it this way? Well, I think we're, we're going to learn something in all areas of our life from this. And, uh that certainly could be an area where you start to streamline some of the things that you do now, understanding that um, you don't have to do things the way that they've been done in the past and, and have success. And in some areas of our lives, in some areas of football, they're going to find that out, that they can have success without some of the traditional ways of going about the business. Mike, we're five weeks away from the opener at Washington. Do you know at this point where you're going to be broadcasting from? That I do not know, Dave. Uh, lucky for me, I don't have to work out all of those details. because <laughs> I do not have any idea. I think that uh, I know there's conversation around uh, being in the stadium and making sure that we're in a big enough booth that we're distance and uh, you know, all the measures that, that you should take, I think all of those things are being talked about, hashed out, and at some point we'll, we'll come up with, or the powers that be, they'll come up with the smartest way uh, for us to do this and stay as safe as possible, and we'll move forward. You know, we'll just have to make the adjustment like everyone else is. Mike, when people, when you run into people now and they say, hey, Mike, how are the Eagles looking? What do you say? I don't know. I can't get behind the walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. No, I, listen, what I can speak to is the collection of talent. And I believe in this collection of talent. I think they're, they've got a lot of uh, firepower. And they've got a lot. You know, for, this roster can really accomplish what they want to do as a team. Their whole philosophy um, scoring points, getting after the quarterback, uh, just in a simple form. I'll say that's what that's what the philosophy is. But I think they're built for that. They have a roster that could do that. Sounds good to me, Mike. Um, eventually, we'll see you in one week. We start contact full pads. Can't wait to see that. I'm looking forward to seeing some football and seeing some guys like make some noise in some pads. Yep. All right, Michael, thanks so much. Take care. You got it. And that will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Peter Kelly and Ray Doyle for their great work. Thanks to all of you for joining us. If you have a moment to drop us a little review, we appreciate it. We've got a link in the show details in your podcast library. Those five-star reviews really do help us, and they help others find the podcast. So any review, comment you have, much appreciated. And again, thank you all so much for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. 
Insider Dave Spadaro saying, have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!